leadership. What does that mean to you? Have you had perhaps an inspiration to be a leader, but maybe it's a little bit intimidating? Well, as it turns out, there is a group in Battle Creek called Rhodium Leadership that wants you to sharpen your leadership skills, and they offer a leadership course to do exactly that. Charles Solano is part of Rhodium Leadership, and he joins us today. Hello, Charles. Hello, Richard. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. Actually, uh, many of you may have seen Charles toiling away around a Bigby location in Battle Creek because he owns five of them. So talk about leadership. Yeah, the, the coffee business definitely keeps me on my toes, and I'm running around town Every day of the week. And prior to that, you had a military career, right? I did. I was in the Marine Corps Reserves for six years, and I was stationed right here in Battle Creek. Uh, Battle Creek's got uh, one of two bridge companies in the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. And um, I would, while I was attending MSU back in the mid-90s, I would come up to Battle Creek one weekend a month and do my training on the weekends. Absolutely, as many do. And so apparently the town resonated with you. It did, it did. Um, after college, I, I had a job in Chicago, but um, I always wanted to get back to Michigan. I had a few friends at the Kellogg Company, so I came back to Michigan and I landed at the Kellogg Company with a packaging engineering contract position. I was there for about four, five years. That's actually where I met my wife. From there, I moved on to Post Food. So I went from Kellogg's to Post, mm -hmm. and um, I did the same thing at Post Foods, but I was a full-time uh, packaging engineer on staff there. At the end of 2015, uh, my position was eliminated because they were moving uh, the folks from headquarters out to uh, Lakeville, Minnesota, because mm. they had just bought uh, another cereal company called Maltamil, and they had a state-of-the-art facility out there. So uh we had the opportunity to move out there with Post, me and my wife. And um, then I started looking into this Big B coffee thing, and uh, it just worked out. My wife still works at Kellogg's today. Food and drink is in the family, it sounds like. Yes, sir. <laughs> so somewhere along the way, you became inspired to be an entrepreneur. There's a leadership component to that. I had that entrepreneur itch. I started reading books, um, lots of books, uh, early 2000s about starting your own business. That was real attractive to me. When my job got eliminated at Post Foods, they actually told me in March of 2015 that my position was going to be eliminated, but I got to keep my job all the way through until the end of December. It was during that time where I started looking at franchises. I started looking at um, types of businesses. Big B Coffee, I don't know if you knew this, but it's a Michigan company. It originated it right off campus of, uh, of Michigan State. Not many franchise owners can say that they've sat in store number one. I can. I tell people I used to sit in store number one as a confused undergrad. I never <laughs> dreamed that I would own, <laughs> I would own one myself. Um, and of course, at the time, they weren't franchising yet. And what's really cool is the two co-CEOs during that time, they were in their barista in that first store. So Bob Fish and Mike McFall were serving me caramel marvels ever since uh, 1995. <laughs> 
me and my wife, we went down to uh, what's called a discovery day at corporate um, in East Lansing there with Big B Coffee. And we did that in June of 2015. We've got a snapshot of their system, their mission, their whole philosophy on business, uh, their marketing. By the end of the day, we we said, okay, we can do this. This is what we're going to do. What I really loved about it too is I could really focus on um, the younger generation, just getting out in the workforce. A, mm-hmm. I've got employees that can start with us at age 15, and most of them are 15 to low 20s, high school, early college. We can give these kids a good foundation for them to have life skills and you know gaining confidence to deal with the customer service and and what comes with that you know to be uh quick thinkers on their feet and and decision makers gain the skills that uh can help them both personally and professionally I can see the parallels here between that leadership role and the inspiration to do that and rhodium leadership which I think probably is a leadership path for for some that may be a little older than that age set and have some kind of uh, leadership inkling bubbling away in them. Was that the inspiration? You saw the leadership role here and and you saw you could do more, I presume. Absolutely. So uh, I had met a gentleman and that's who my partner is right now, Carlos Fontana. He left Kellogg's 20 years ago. And he started really getting into the uh, leadership and cultural trainings, um, kind of like a consultant for various companies um, around the world. So when I had approached him, I said, you know, hey, I feel like I'm falling short on giving my leaders the leadership training that I would like to see in them. Because I went from one store to five stores very quickly. Um, Basically, I was adding a store every year. So I got pretty busy. So Carlos developed a leadership course for my managers, which I had about 10 at the time, two per store. And we we focused on, you know, reading books and had uh, discussions around how to build uh, an excellent culture and develop your your leadership skills there. So we put our leaders through it, my managers. And then we started just spitballing, hey, we should combine your Marine Corps and your entrepreneur drive with his knowledge, everything that he's acquired the past 20 years and what he's been doing. And with that, Rhodium leadership came to life. And so we presume then that the curriculum of this leadership course that Rhodium offers is a catalyst for whatever leveling up might happen after that. Absolutely. A lot of it is being accountable, being uh, the best leader that you can be, both personally and professionally, just lifelong learning, continuous uh, development of yourself, your skills. We've got several books that we read throughout the course. One course lasts four months. It's every other week. Okay. Uh, each session is three hours. So in total, Richard, it's it's 24 hours. We do them on Wednesdays and it's 9 a.m. to 12. And during that time, um, we go over whatever curriculum topic is, which our first one is leadership fundamentals. Second one is dealing with people, improving performance, attitude, building trust and communication, leadership resolutions. So 
these these sound pretty important along the lines of uh, developing your your leadership. Would we say sure. that developing your leadership? Who who are we really targeting here? Folks who who are already in management positions, or they want to be, or they want to be entrepreneurs. Who who are we really after? We're getting a lot of people that are currently in leadership roles, but we open it to anyone who is hungry and driven, who wants to be a small business owner. And we've got a few small business owners as well, but um, anyone that just sees the curriculum and sees that, um, hey, that might be something for me. Now, I would have been attracted to it, you know, during my college years as I was uh, coming up and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Also, just wanting to uh, develop my, my leadership. We don't just limit it to managers, supervisors, small business owners. We're we're casting that net out and saying, hey, anyone who's hungry and driven and and has an interest in um, their own development, come on board. You have companies who employ these folks who become your students who say, yeah, this is a good thing for us to get behind and develop our employees. For sure. These are challenging times. And I know it as small business owners that it's it's sometimes it's hard to uh, find the capital to invest in your people or, you know, a lot of people are dealing with turnover and it's like, well, uh, what if I invest in them and then they turn around and leave? Mm-hmm. And our rebuttal to that is, well, what if you don't invest in them and they stay? <laughs> so there are definitely companies out there, though, that are looking to invest in their folks. Um, and what's good about this with with my own Big B Coffee, too, is I can also pull a manager from a store and attend a rhodium class too. So we keep investing in our people too, because, you know, five stores, I'm not stopping here. Uh, and my whole thing is I got to purchase another store and go look for another location because I got people that are ready, man. I got <laughs> leaders that are ready to go. So we got to get another store going. Talk, uh, Charles, if you would, if you can call to mind, a couple of success stories that you've seen folks who have gone through this and you've seen the difference in them as they've graduated, shall we say, from the course. We are now in our second session. We did one in the fall last year, late fall, and now we're in a spring session. I put one of my managers through. 22 years old. She's now running my biggest and newest store location, but just the confidence that she gained, the questions that she asks and her own initiative that she's taking, um, I think that really, really uh, shows as a result of the rhodium session that we put her through. Hmm. Not to mention, she keeps asking me about, hey, what new books do you have and stuff like that. So it really, she got hungry for reading. And she wants to just keep developing herself and keep it going on. And, you know, we're still staying in touch with that first round of 10 that we put through. We've got chat groups and um, anytime that we we come up with current articles or videos, we still share them among the groups because, you know, being a lifelong learner and and self-discovery is is true education. That's that should be a continuous ongoing thing. It's not like, 
you know, I'm at my job now, I'll do my job. No, it's it's continuous learning, it's continuous education and self-discovery that uh that we want to instill in folks that attend our rhodium classes. And they'll be very honest with us. Like, I'm not a reader. To be honest, Richard, I'm not a, a book reader myself as much, but I drive around a lot. Listen to a book. I latched on to something that you said, the word confidence. I presume that as you progress with this course, that there will be more people who have some kind of confidence blocker or something that gets busted through in the time that they absorb the curriculum of these courses. That is to say, it it unlocks in them somehow. And a lot of times, that's probably what needs to happen. Or maybe that's a, a significant portion of what holds them back is not realizing they have the power to do this. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. One of the best things about our course is a lot of times these types of seminars or classes, they go to single companies and they're in front of a bunch of people working for the same company. But what we're doing is we're getting a mixture of, of different companies and, and various ages. We're telling stories at work. We're telling stories about dealing with people and attitude and those types of things. And it's really, it's all relatable and it's very informative. And we're all learning from shared experiences and stories within the group. And another cool thing that we do the last half hour of, of each of the sessions is we bring in someone from the outside community. We've had Mayor Benke in to talk about dealing with people. We've had uh, Sheriff Hinckley in, uh, Judge Hallisey, several other high-profile small business owners that um, can talk real intelligently and, and share a lot of their own experiences on the topics that we discuss. People really appreciate that. And we're also making a lot of connections in the community as well. Real world practical references that folks can bring beyond just the curriculum that they're reading about and learning about, I presume, helps solidify their thinking on it. Yeah, and we set some pretty high expectations, and and we know we're going to keep getting better at this. So we're only two sessions in, but we're committed to learning and growing and um, doing evaluations and reviews after our full sessions to to understand, you know, hey, what worked well? What didn't work so well? We feel that we're doing pretty good to start off because we've got repeat customers already. Um, Jason Sissom has a huge company that he's building here, um, SJS Electric here in Battle Creek. He put one of his people through our very first class. And now this spring session, he's got four people going through that are local. But then he asked us to do a Zoom call with five of his people that are around the world. So, oh my. Well, talk a little bit about, uh, before we go, the, the tuition component. And if someone says, oh, I'm going to have to budget for that, there might be some, some scholarship opportunities as well. And there are. The Battle Creek Community Foundation, Brenda Hunt, We uh, before our first course started last fall, we went and spoke with her at the Community Foundation, and she just loved 
the idea of it. Each semester, she's giving us capital funds from the Community Foundation to help us grow leaders in Battle Creek. There's also other resources in the city that are helping us because they love our idea and what we're doing. So if someone may not have uh, the full amount for the tuition, it's $2,500 a course, we can either supplement it or offer full scholarships. You mentioned Brenda. So uh, she's a marvelous example of of why you exist, right? The idea that here's a, a 30-year community leader who's about to step down after a career. So are there a, a host of players on the bench ready to step up and, and help carry on that commitment to the community? And maybe there are, but maybe there are some who just need some leadership development in order to be ready for the bench. There's a great example of that. I'm sure you see that. Yes, absolutely. Sure. And and that happens, right? People uh, who invest in in leadership positions eventually move on as well yeah. we we they should right uh, but you'd like to help foster the same level of commitment from their successors and help them understand some of the institutional knowledge and community knowledge that someone like Brenda would would have so what do people do if they want to have more information about your course charles We've got a website, Rhodium Leadership. We've got information at uh, the Big B Coffee locations, the lobby stores. My office is is at the newest Big B Coffee location right here in the industrial park. It's 30 Hill Brady Road. All right. So uh, again, it is called Rhodium Leadership. We'll put the link to the Rhodium website with the show notes for this episode at battlecreekpodcast.com. So if you're driving along, listening, maybe on WBCK right now and can't write that down, just remember battlecreekpodcast.com and you'll see the episode there and look at the notes and the links will be there. Well, Charles, congratulations to you on your success and your success with Rhodium. And keep us posted on how this goes. Thank you so much, Richard. Appreciate you having me on your show. Thank you. Thank you.